What's up, friends? It's your girl, Sarah from Sarah Styles here. We are going to be talking sneakers, all things reselling, but I have two sneaker heads here who are just crushing it in the sneaker game. So come ready with questions for them. I have a whole list already. Um, but we were talking backstage real quick about how we were resellers before we were even like resellers. And I was telling, I was getting ready to tell a story and then we're going live. So I'm going to tell it real quick. So when I was 16, I bought a car. It was $500. You would it would turn off as you were driving it. You'd have to kick it to turn back on <laughs> a POS. Like it was awful, but it was a convertible and it was real cute. It was a rabbit, a Volkswagen rabbit. Um, so I bought it for $500. I drove it for a year and had another job and made money wanted. I flipped it. So I bought it for $500 and sold it for $17.50. Um, and so my dad's always like, that's you. You're a reseller. You're a hustler from the beginning. Like you have been doing this. And I think most people let us know if you guys are in the comments, if you have been a reseller, or kind of a hustler forever. Um, if you guys do not know, I have Ken and Kenny here. So I will let you guys introduce yourselves. The Hustle Bee has been on before. Uh, both of them have amazing social media. So definitely follow. It is down in the description. As I wait for everyone to kind of hop on, let me know who's here in the comments. And then I'll let, we'll start with you, Ken, um, let you introduce yourself a little bit and then we'll get down to Kenny. Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Ken, also known as The Hustle Bee on Instagram, TikTok, and whatnot. Um, I sell um, sneakers and streetwear, um, started my journey in eBay, but now heavily uh, in whatnot. So live sales. We were talking about that backstage too. I think we're going to talk a little bit. Let me know in the chat if you guys want to talk live sales, but I know where it's headed. I think for sneakers too, right? All right, Kenny, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name is uh, Kenny. I go um, handle uh, wealthy hostages. A lot of people that may see me that may be on there. I'm also King Kenny one two three, but right now I'm using Wealthy Hostages as my main page. That's it. And sneakers, only sneakers. Both yeah. of you know, Ken. I know you do some other stuff, mainly sneakers, but you do other stuff too. Yeah, yeah, I um, do. Go ahead, Ken. Just call me B. I know. Okay. <laughs> I just, I'm confusing. Okay, B. I'll call you B. I don't. This is just yeah. gonna get confusing. You guys are gonna have to hold. Just hold on for it. There you go. No, I don't, Okay, so B does um, other things, clothing and stuff as well. Uh, Kenny, are you just I sneakers? do clothing. I, I do anything that has a dollar amount, but mostly I go for the sneakers. And, uh, yeah, so sneakers, the clothing, and uh, merch, like, because merch sells really good. Okay, and you're on, I'm sorry if you already said this, but you're on eBay. Or are you on I'm eBay? on, right now, I'm on Macari. I'm on Poshmark. I am on eBay. I'll have to link the store. I have to look for the thing. But yeah, so I'm on those three. The platform that I sell the most on right now is definitely Macari. I've been selling pretty well on Macari. For a oh, while. interesting. Okay. I would have thought eBay. Um, okay. So let's get into it. I want to talk a little bit of live sales because I did my first one yesterday and I know Ken kills it on the live sales. We we're talking a little bit about this behind. And I think shoes definitely, sneakers definitely has led the way in getting it to where it's at right now for resellers, right? Like with whatnot. And is that, I mean, it came, whatnot came over, right? For collectibles, but then sneakers. Yeah, for sports cards, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then sneakers is pretty heavy in it right now too, right? Yeah. So what is your experience? I know I've had you on before, so pretend like we haven't talked about this for the people yeah, who I mean, have it. But so what's your experience? Because you're on eBay, you're on whatnot. How is yeah. it comparing to each other? Well, this year, have you know, I've leaned in heavily with whatnot live selling. Um, it is just something that fascinated me, and I kind of like understood the concept of it. Um, you know, just 
in a worldview, it's very big in Asia. So um, I I figured that I'd try to learn it because eventually I believe that we're going to head there someday. Um, and it, I saw it as a really good brand building platform. So to give you a perspective, um, an, an eBay, I have about a 3,000 item store and sell through rates around 10%. Um, but what I discovered with live selling, right? Everything you put there sells. So 100% sell through, but not necessarily the amount of profit that you would make. So give or take. So I find eBay as a very high ROI, uh, lower sell through uh, kind of strategy, but on whatnot, um, it's a very, you know, 100% sell through, but not a very high ROI. So pick your poison, right? Like how big of a difference are we talking here? I would say plus minus uh, 15%. So it could swing both ways only. Yeah. Because we're talking about auction, right? Yeah. But that's not terrible. If you're talking a hundred percent. No, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not terrible. Right. Right. So I mean, you're losing a little bit, but right. I I mean, I'm thinking if you're only making $2 an item or something, then you're like worth it, but 15%. Yeah. So So what's your strategy right now? What are you putting on eBay versus? What's so that? right now, like, I mean, the market's kind of down uh, within the last, I would say, you know, 60 days for high-end sneakers. So a lot of the high-end sneakers don't yield as much. So my strategy right now is, you know, staying within 50 to $500 range instead of going to the $500 to $3,000 sneakers. This just blows my mind. We're going to, that's one of my questions is what you're hiring. Yeah. It like the sneakers is just ridiculous. So why do you guys think the market's down? Because we're coming into quarter four, right? So that should be. Kenny. Yeah. Any ideas? I, what do you think, Kenny? I, I, I think there's a, but I've always thought this when they come, they're producing too many, too many items, like every week something else is coming out. There was a time where it was 18 pairs a year of like, a, like you know, 18 Jordans a year or, you know, like, so you had, you had a little bit of time to recuperate, but you also had a time, like there was a weight behind it. Like, okay. You know, in two months, this shoe's coming out. You actually waited. You were, you know, excited. There was the lines to go. You know, there was a, a passion behind it. Now, every everybody and their mother is a, is a sneaker reseller. Like, you know, respectfully. Are you pushing out a lot for like the holidays and stuff? Do they like? Does that is that how sneakers work? Like, I'm thinking video games. My husband's real big into video right. games. They always release like the new console and the new video game. Mm-hmm. And, Right before the holidays, is that sneakers or how do they release the sneakers? Well, the the next the next thing that I know people are waiting for Black Friday shoe, and then uh, there's the Christmas uh, retro that comes out. So that I mean that's really the next two pairs, but those two times seem to work out really good for 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 me because I always have a, a variety of like um, pre-owned items. So the pre-owned items, as soon as somebody can't get the one that came out, they'll have to come by. Like they'll come by the pre-owned, you know, even if it's a year, a year behind, because they have to have something for that, you know, for the kid, for themselves or whatever it is. So So Anne is asking, and this kind of goes along with it, do sneakers have a large holiday boost? Do you anticipate I mean, typically speaking, do you guys see a boost in the holidays? It's just like yeah. there there is definitely a holiday boost. I mean, it is considered your big present. You know, so yeah, um, the, yeah, the, for two hundred, five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, two like retail is at two hundred right now, plus minus. Yeah. Um, and then you know, reseller markup, it could be two fifty to five hundred. So it depends on how hard it gets. But I think going back to you know, like 
the market being down. I think it's a combination of both. We just got out of a, you know, the whole uh, supply shortage. Um, uh, sneakers being an imported product, right? Uh, it's made outside of, I mean, it's technically not imported, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. The factories are not in here. So there was a backlog of, you know, products that didn't get here and factories got shut down. And then when factories got back up, supply came in, but by the time it gets here, right, mind you, it takes 30 days for a container to get here from Asia. And by the time it gets here, stimulus money were gone, right? All yeah. the, the those money depleted. And now being in the luxury uh, um, industry, right, that's the first thing that gets cut down. So that's the reason why, like, even sneaker stores right now are not buying sneakers that are over $1,000. It's because they can't move it. So people have to settle down like luxury in a way when people could spend 500 to a thousand, a thousand per pair. Now they have to cut back spending 200 to 500 per pair. And they wear these shoes on their feet. Like, cause I, yeah. like, I know handbags, <laughs> handbag, you're not like walking on dirt. Right. I would not yeah. like you're a thousand dollars to, I, I, you can obviously tie them on a sneaker. <laughs> well, that blows my mind, right? There's like, also like, so, I, I mean, not everybody does it, but that's a, that's a money maker for me is the, the whole protection. So, um, actually a, a really good friend of mine, Kalichi does, uh, sneaker restorations. He's actually my partner on my sneaker cleaner. And uh, uh, his, you, what's you his can, name? Uh, Kalichi, let me, I'm gonna look I think it up. Right I mean, now. he like does like videos and stuff on how, yeah, he, he does all the videos stuff, and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah, so you can, you know, when you buy something like that, you can put a protector on it, like there's so protectors. So, people, there's people that do do that, like when they buy oh. those expensive shoes, you can put it so you can walk on the ground and then you can rip it off afterwards but even like the top of it and stuff oh yeah stuff like that yeah i think sneakers are like cars as soon as they Mm -hmm. get off the lot 20 percent off of what you paid for you lose oh so they don't gain resale value uh, right like some some do it depends on you know what time time and uh the time and the actual shoe depends because i've worn shoes and because i bought it pre-owned I've been able to sell it for more than what I bought it for. But I also have the strategy of buy low, sell high, but still lower than retail. Well, and you know, right? You know what to buy. So let's get into that. As much as you guys are willing to share, obviously this is your business. So I don't want you sharing everything (laughs) because you're making a business off off of it. But things that you're willing to share, if you are out, I mean, you're following from what I'm listening to, you're following the new releases, right? Like these new drops or whatever. But as far as, other than that, how do you find the gear? Are you doing? I know you do mostly new attacks. B, do you go to thrift stores and shop as no, well? No, I, I mostly do brand new. So how do you know? How do you decide what to buy that you can share it with us to help like people who are getting into sneakers because it's very overwhelming. Yeah, no, yeah. Like I think that's the biggest thing with sneakers is the cost of entry or the barrier of entry. If you're not a sneakerhead, right? Obviously, yeah. if you're a sneakerhead, you already have know that. Um, so one of the things is really you have to learn the trend. I think that's the biggest thing. And I've seen other people that are trying to get in the business. I mean, it's a very good business. It's just a matter of, are you really willing to immerse? I think that's the key word, immersion in the community. If you're not immersed, it's very hard to read sneakers. So you, I could tell you all the, you know, the, 
check sold listings and stuff like that. But realistically, there's really no sold listings before the sneaker drops unless there are early release pairs. So I think, you know, trends always going to be there. And you could always look back at how a shoe has done before because Jordan typically usually re-releases a pair within four to six years. So there is a pair that's coming out this November that the last time it released a very similar colorway was 2015. So it took them seven years. So the 2015 pair is at $1,000 now already. So now pre-selling on this 20, this November drop have been at 1200 at one point, but now getting closer to the drop, it has gone down. And then that's, you know, bearing really nobody really knows how much they're going to release, right? So rumors, this is going to be the most of its colorway that they're ever going to be released. So it's a lot of kind of like stock market predicting because yeah. at least the market will tell you how many there are. Yeah. You say immerse. How does one immerse? Like, are there websites? Am I following certain YouTube? Like, how does one? I mean, obviously, don't give away your. Yeah, yeah, no. I, but I, anything I mean, that you can like to immerse in something, I'm like, I don't. I wouldn't even know where to right. start. Right. I mean, I think it's just really it. one is following resellers that are you know giving out education. You know, like in YouTube, hustler hacks. That's how I learned a lot of it. And yeah. then following, um, you know, uh, influencers, TikTok, and all that stuff. Um, and not only that, just going to events, you know, reading how the events responds uh, to a certain shoe. So how the prices have gone up or have gone down. And there are other apps like StockX is probably, you know, Kenny probably could agree that a lot of people base the value on StockX because it's a very user friendly uh, app that people could yeah. tell uh, the market and how it has, a shoe has performed over the last X amount of days. So there is sold listings there. That you could tell but that's only applicable to a shoe that that has released and has a history but to, to predict something that hasn't dropped yet that's that really where experience comes from and they don't tell you either right they just like no yeah. give you like little tidbits to get the yeah. yeah so it's not like i'm thinking back to like i don't know 20 years ago to date myself where like you're standing outside on a drop now it's all online right so how it's, do you get it is all online so how do because so this is what I'm imagining and tell me if I'm incorrect. But resellers are getting some of these new drops. They're getting multiple pairs and then selling them at a higher price, right? Yeah. For the new drops. So how do you get past like the because you've got to have like bot protectors and do you have like multiple people on different? I mean, don't tell me all your secrets if you can't. But like I'm just like so interested in how this all works. Like, do you have people on different computers or you're just buying one pair and hoping that you get it? You're up at midnight waiting. Like, how does it work? So for me, Hustle B will be able to talk on, on, on that more. I actually do, I want to say 95% of my business is pre-owned. Pre-owned and collect, because what happens is pre-owned allows me to, number one, not headache about if I miss a drop or something. So if I get lucky and, uh, I, and I haven't done a new release in maybe like, two years i haven't really gone after new releases to, to resell but the pre-owned when it comes to you know the certain amount of the certain shoe i, I buy collections off of people people that are like okay I, i'm not collecting sneakers anymore 
all right, we'll go in. I'll look, give them a price, yes or no. I know how much it is per pair. I know how much I can sell each pair at to double, triple, or quadruple my money real fast. Like, I'm like in and out. So when you're buying collections, like, what are you looking for? Like, I mean, I know you've been doing this forever, but let's say someone- When I'm I'm buying somebody's collection, I'm looking to get it like under 50 bucks a pair. Like I'm looking at that that sweet oh, spot. Oh, your class, your class is fifty dollars. Oh, yeah. Like I, used, I, used. I, I, yeah, yeah, used yeah. items. I, I try to go as low as possible. Like, and you, I, like I, so, I, you're saying fifty dollars is low, and I'm thinking like my class of goods is five dollars. <laughs> oh, so yeah. well, like, no, my it's so high. No, but. my cost of goods for thrift items, uh, is definitely under ten when it comes to shoes. I, I, I really push for that, but. Um, when it comes to people's collections, especially, you know, these are sometimes these sneakers are like 10, 15 years old, depend, but they're sought after items. So you go in, like somebody had a, uh, one of the best um, ones that I did. I want to say he gave me something like 70 pairs for like 350 bucks. He really needed the cash. Yeah. And, and I like if they're collectors that they probably are in good condition. Great condition. Like I didn't like almost half of them. I didn't even have to like clean up. Yeah. Like I always check all the shoes. I didn't even have to clean them up. And like, that was like instantly I made my money back on the way back from picking it up. Like I had already made a post and like, I have um different lists in my phone. So I have people that wear size 11, people that wear size 12, 13. Like I have a, a size chart and there's different contacts in it. And I'll shoot a text, hey, all these size nine, this is the price. And mo- like, I'm I'm trying to get it and go, get it and go. So, and what I'm noticing too with the sneaker sellers that I've talked to, because B, I know that you have a following as well um, that you've built up. So it's not just sell, like to me, I just sell women's clothing. And maybe I have a couple of people who buy from me repeatedly, but you're, you guys are like hitting this collector's level, right? Like where you have people who come after you and have these sought after. It's not just random. I mean, some of it's random, but like you're building up like followings, right? Like that's how you're getting, that's where a lot of these sneaker sellers are making money, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously they want to sell to somebody that they trust right and and i think a part of that is like it's kind of like if i'm not gonna make money on this i'd rather have him make money so that is the biggest thing about like even locally that is you have to be established buyer locally that you pay well you know you might not make the most money off the rip i mean one of the things that you know like i tell everybody go for a long-term relationship right Mm -hmm. um this might be a break even buy or just a 10% profit for this first purchase. But if it's a constant supply, and next thing you know, they, you know, like, because they wouldn't want to deal with random people all the time, right? Like, especially like now, you know, like my buyouts right now are like between three to $10,000. And then now they want cash. Like, yeah. like who will they trust to give them real money, right? Or not get robbed, right? Yeah. So obviously I think the the following, right? And if you're, you know, if you're public out there, I'm not gonna ruin my rep saying like, oh, Hustle B gave me, you know, a hundred fake a fake hundred dollar bill. Right. So I think that's the biggest thing there. Um that I think when you're big buying bulk purchases, I think that's where really like reliability comes into play like are you that person that's 
gonna have cash ready, right? Because some buyers are like, oh, I have, I, I, you know, I'll, I could buy it next week, but the person that's selling it needs it now, needs the money now. So are you that person that could provide that? So, so how does one get to that? level because what i'm hearing like from both of you i'm hearing when you need to know sneakers so like emerge mm -hmm. into it yeah. and learn the trends but then it's also sounding like you need capital right like no, and so not everyone has ten thousand dollars cash to drop like no. how do you start off slow and build i mean it's it's it? really like when i started it was my ebay journey was thirty dollars flipped for i was about to say, yeah i was about to say so like that book that i wrote it's really like that book is made for the vet like the starter it's really like you buy that one pair and you keep flipping. There's a, there's a kid. Um, I used to have a sneaker. I actually hosted sneaker events in Florida when I was living there. And um, there was this kid. He bought a pair of sneakers off of me for 50 bucks. He flipped that $50 sneaker at the show in four hours, uh, five times. He flipped it for a little bit more money. He used more money and bought another shoe from somebody else. Flipped that for oh, a little okay. bit more cash. Okay. Throughout the the show, he walked out of the show with three hundred dollars. Smart. It's reminding me of that video that went viral on YouTube, where the guy starts with a penny, and yeah. by like the end of a week or a month or something, he bought a house. Right? Like he just kept moving on yeah. up. Um, we do have a couple of questions, so let's hang out in the chat. Thank you everyone for joining. Um, Anna's asking if you guys don't follow Anna, definitely follow her. She comes on every Friday and we talk all things reselling. Um, lots of good information comes out of that. All three of you guys are generous with sharing your experience and info. How do you view creating competition versus being an open book when it comes to teaching, sharing your ways? It's a good question. Um, I think if whatever I advise, Okay, whatever I tell people, I am 100% confident that I'm top 10% of doing it the best. Because if uh, I'm giving you an yeah, advice and I'm agree. terrible at it, you're going to crush me. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree. Like, when it comes to selling pre-owned items, like, my eye for what I'm selling. For instance, like, the shoe that I showed you earlier, like I said, the, the people that sell just what Hustle B sells, not to say he's like in one area, but like there are people that are in one area. They only sell those shoes because that's what they know as yeah. well. So I've taken the time to go and learn 50 or 60 different brands because running shoes like Hoka ones, like I can buy Hoka's all day at the thrift store for five bucks and they sell for 45 bucks all day. Consistent. Like I usually don't even keep them more than one or two days and like, Hoka's on cloud, any of those running shoes. Um, there's certain number of new balances. There's certain num number of new balances. I just I just give a call when I get them in, like, hey, I got a bunch of 608s and do you want them? And, you know, so there's like, I- like a whole different language right now for the rest of us. <laughs> I know Ken is like shaking his head like I he's mean, got to, but the rest of us are like- think, But if you think about it though, it's like your Lululemon. Yeah. Right. Let's yeah. say if you hit a whole buyout fluent, like you can get rid of it so fast, so quick. So I think, right. you know, that's where we live in, in the category we're in that, you know, we call them, they're just hotcakes. They'll, they'll flip, you know, they'll sell. Um, They just move so well, fast. And what I, what yeah. I view too, with sharing information, it's twofold. Obviously I'm in a different niche than you, but I share information and 
one, it's about consistency. And I think we we're talking a little bit about this backstage. Like we can share information, but unless you do the hustle, it's not going to do anything yeah. for you. Right. Yeah. And I know both of you are hustlers and I'm a hustler as well. Like it's the consistency. And by time I'm sharing something with you, I'm already leveling up, not like in a negative way. I'm not not yeah. sharing with you the thing, but if I am sharing something with you, I'm already like 10 steps Ahead. Do you know what I mean? Like not yeah. intentionally not sharing where no, I'm but at, you, but like by the like time I that I can share it with you, I'm learning something new, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think um, that the learning is the biggest thing. I tell people that all the time. Like I learned all these brands. I like the other day I picked up a pair of shoes I've never seen, and when I go on their website, they retail like three hundred dollars every last one of them. So. And you have that eye too, right? So no matter how much you teach someone something, you guys just have that yeah. eye and you've been doing it for so long that you're just always going to be one step ahead because of that. Um, we do have a couple more questions. Do you guys have a sell-through rate you shoot for with shoes? Um, so I know Ken B does uh, new attacks mainly. So your sell-through mm -hmm. rate may differ a little bit between uh, Ken. Yeah, so, so for me, it's in eBay. I'm shooting for 10% sell-through um, per month um out of all my inventory and then um on hype sneakers i i, I try to flip in within 100 percent sell through within a month really yeah on hype sneakers yeah because what does hype sneakers mean like, like those are the newest yeah the like one the that people are sought after yeah, yeah the very sought after because there's another one that's coming up so it could easily hurt that next shoe. The next mm -hmm. shoe could hurt the previous shoe, and uh, so you rather get rid of it before the new yeah, shoe. Yeah, you wanna you wanna catch it at its peak before it goes down again. It's I'm not saying it's not gonna go up, but it'll take time to go back there again. Um, so for example, so you're getting like, stuff listed quick then too, right? Like you well, want yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like I mean, yeah. like again, like. I might have already buyers for them before I even get them. Yeah, you see, like you see how like I've made it where I have I may have a higher um, sell through rate. Uh, my goal is almost fifty percent of the stuff that I buy because I don't want to keep that much stuff at one time unless I'm getting prepared for shows like this year. I plan to go to every sneaker event possible. So I do. Well, you'll see Ken there because he's out. Yeah. Where are you based out of again? City in? What city are you in? I'm in Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm trying. So I've traveled a lot and there's a lot of places. I also have people that help me source a little bit because Plato's Closet has been amazing for sourcing. And some like of the stores buy from them or the people that work. Actually, there. I have a relationship with five stores where when they get stuff in, when they're in taking it, they'll send me a photo and I can actually pay for it, like you know, via like a Venmo type of deal. And send like I could send a label or they can make a label and they'll ship it to me. I've, I've built a relationship like that with some of the stores. So they buy it, they buy it from someone who comes uh, in. Yeah, and then they and have then their they, price. They upsell yeah. it to you, but you can yeah. upsell it even more. Yeah, of course. Yeah, for the most oh, part. So how do you build that relationship? Talk just to people. Talking to them and <laughs> just talking to people, going in there, like having conversations with them. Like uh, when you show face people, people like that, um, purchasing from them, like, you know, going into the store, making purchases bringing them stuff like stores like that 
But um, people tend to remember, like, I'm the gift card person. So, like, before I even, you know, I'll build a relationship, I'll drop you a gift card. You know, here's $25 Starbucks on you. Yeah. Yeah. I give my personal carrier one and like the thrift store that I go to and stuff as well. Like a $10 gift card to Starbucks can go like, yeah, I, I buy you one coffee. It can't go that far, but <laughs> it can go far in the sense of like just building like, or I'll bring them donuts or um, I hadn't thought about that. Cause I sell to them frequently to like a Play-Dohs yeah. and, but I hadn't thought about buying from them in that sense. Um, another one, unless you guys had more on that. No. Uh, do you watch which I'm new? I'm unfamiliar with selling sneakers. Do you watch which athletes are trending and close to retirement that are signature sneakers? Uh, yes and no. I guess the biggest thing is athletes actually have um, they call it PEs, they're player exclusive. So they're very hard to find unless, for example, like, you know, like the one of the biggest PEs that you can get in Jordan brand is like Ray Allen and he's retired but the only time jordan makes his shoe was actually just for him so you actually have to get it one way or another from him or you know from the locker room or something like that <laughs> so PEs are very hard to find a player exclusive um those at least uh the signature sneakers but again there are signature sneakers that are similar to what they wear uh, basically like what Michael Jordan wore on the on the years that he has won have held its value because it's iconic but obviously it's not very it's not as it's not the same as what he actually wore because obviously it was an older technology so over the years they have refined it so those are those are I guess yes and no um because they're hard to get it, so it depends on this yeah. is why like immersing yourself right and knowing it, it, so do you think yeah. like following in the sneaker realm but also like sports as well like just following like the trends of sports and who's being talked about and if they're releasing it, this is like i want to say it's just like following any blog or anything like that you'll see what's like coming out what player colors are coming out and whatnot um it's so like i for like because and i'm kind of I'm, I'm happy i was able to make it and also be the 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 pro but i don't want to call it a problem but after like basketball sneakers are not as popular as they were say five or six years ago there was a time like every shoe that came out like people had to have it's the they're mass producing they're saturating the market yep. um nike has they nike and you know jordan brand tend to saturate the, the mess out of the market then they there's something in there and it's it's also is different by communities as well but then there's a drought they start taking stuff off of shelves all the shoes that were sitting start to disappear and like you're like last week they were just here i know they didn't sell nobody wanted them for that you know they start to now they're making people hungry again like okay. they're creating their own you know, yeah, yeah yeah you know so you know with Which that like so you, just have to watch. you don't know what they're gonna do no no, yeah, yeah, you're just you're really like you don't have a lot of capital and it's risky. Yeah, this yeah, is why I don't do sneakers. <laughs> you're, you're, you have to feel it, right? Like, I mean, that's a good call out. Um, that that there are moments when when Nike sees that there's a shoe that everybody wants, they'll just literally make more of them and drop and drop and drop the same thing, and then all of a sudden they stop, and then 
and then everybody don't have it anymore now to build you know i mean i you know like i see nike as a giant marketing machine and they've done really well at it. yeah it's not so much about the quality of the shoe which i mean nike makes shoes it's more about like their yeah. marketing strategy right yeah. like yeah 100 percent. yeah uh smart uh southern i'm assuming southern town finds is a sneaker head too i or a reseller i started with my closet and then town started... finds what up oh yeah someone you know okay <laughs> the way they were chatting in here i'm like they sound like they know what they're talking about too uh retail arbitrage or clearance stores and then new releases so something that so i met hustle b at ebay open if you guys haven't seen some of his content um it's out there great content from ebay open as well but i met him there and he was he does like a lot of um, all retail arbitrage and it just I want you to explain it to everyone because it kind of blows my mind that like if it's at the store, then why don't they just go buy it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, minus uh, the ones that like drop and they can't get. Oh, like, yeah. So like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, like the like the outlet stuff, right? Like that's one of yeah. the things that have really helped me build the business uh, clearance, right? Um, a, a lot of factors um, because because even if it's at clearance, it has a shelf life under clearance and I would say it gets marked down five to eight times before I buy it. So Sarah, you could walk in at Nike and then $150 shoe would be at 89 and you would think it's a deal, right? Yeah. Um, I would not think it's a deal, but someone else might. Right, right. But, yeah, I mean, like, we, I'm a thrifter. We, we know right. we yeah, know uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking yeah. about consumer, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, like right. that's why they go to the Nike outlet. But, you know, like I've, I've been in a phase where I wrote every price down every week and they would just mark down, mark down, mark down, mark down. And then, and then it would just automatically hit for $39 extra 30% off. Now yep. I'm there. Now I'm buying as many as I could. And yep. then I could sell it on eBay for 80 bucks, 89 bucks, because if you have went there, they won't be in the wall anymore because yeah. I bought them all. And if you saw it at 89, your size might not be available anymore, right? So that's the downside of going to an outlet. It's not guaranteed that that style you'll have your size. And I guess that's what the beauty of eBay is because you will have that size. Um, and I could give it to you at the outlet price. Do they not, does it like Nike outlet is an online? Like no, because it's no. the last, it's the last yeah, thing. Right. Yeah, but it's, go ahead. Go, so there's, I don't know if there's still three levels, but I know there's definitely, so there's a Nike store, mm -hmm. then there's the Nike outlet, then there's the clearance. The clearance, yep. And but the is, clearance is, is, is where- But is it the same stuff at Nike and it goes to the outlet or do they? Because no, there's certain just, like, yeah. outlets that are only, just, like, only certain things. No, it's just past season items. That's okay. what it is. It's mm -hmm. just past That's season it. items, shelf pools, um, because Nike Air Max, 2020 is coming so 2019 gotta be off the the retail store so it would be like when people buy liquid have you done liquidation do they do does nike do like liquidation so, so the biggest buyer for liquidations are the i forgot the main company are the ones that supply marshall's ross and burlington for those nike yeah. so you have to compete with them and if you want to compete with them we've tried you have to get a 40 footer uh, uh container van and you have to have a warehouse, an industrial address before they would even take you in as a customer. Well, and the amount of capital that you'd have to have to- Not worth it because you have to sort all of them and 
cream of the crop is only 10, 20%. And then now I'm a liquidation site because I'm trying to get rid of all the lower end items that are not worth anything. So you're like in between like what a liquidation, but cherry picking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because at the end of the day, uh, even Ross, uh, actually loses money under, uh, under Nike stuff, under Nike, uh, 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 footwear, they lose money on it. Because they buy more than they can sell. Big, no, because it, they just, they just want, that's their bait for their customers to come in. Like each item they're selling for less than they, but it's to get people in the door. Yeah. Right. Which is where you can't compete because you're not getting other people in the door. You're just Mm -hmm. selling sneakers. Yeah. Correct. Right. All right. That's interesting. Um, I did write this down. There's another more questions, but as we were talking, I keep that you guys keep talking Nike. Obviously, Nike is like <laughs> where it's at. Yeah. I know you mentioned hookah because you do a lot more um of pre-owned pre-owned items. Yeah. Pre-owned items. So if you're looking at us, you're probably not always always going to buy a brand, but like, what are your top brands? Nike, hookah are up there. If you're looking, someone's new and they're like, okay, I just saw this brand. Is this something I should look up? Right. Like what are your like top brands that are up there for sneakers? So like I said, and I'll always resort, like I resort back to the book. When I wrote it, I wrote it in like, I wrote it um, on multiple trips to the store. Uh, When I go into the store, like, when I go for it, like into a thrift or something, I look for shoes. Obviously, you look for a Nike, whatever. Um, I look for the running, like the running shoes, because they they always go. People use them for different reasons. It's not just running. People need work shoes, and they don't want to spend like this. So the shoe I showed you earlier, the APL, that particular shoe runs three hundred and twenty dollars, brand new. It's a very comfortable shoe, but it also has a great resale value. I got this shoe. I did up pay for it, but I'm all right up paying for it because I'll still make my money five times over. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what one call out I would say for those Hoka's and those Asics, um, Mizuno's, just higher end. Um, I would call it there's those are like the higher end dad shoes like um the 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 my husband no. has a pair <laughs> no, because i mean i mean Kenny, correct me wrong, the balances. people that that are past the nike running shoes yeah yeah uh, for for the most part but like you know in all because i've done you see when i i resorted to the used items because like um, I was away from New York for a little bit and I was like, all right, so I'm not going to be able to get like the way that I could find product and go get product in New York is different when you're other places. So I had to make some people can't um, adapt. I adapted to, you know, getting it done. Um, that's when I really got heavy, heavy into thrifting, like even more. And then like you find the shoes, they like. All the stores are up, they're up pricing everything now. Mm-hmm. You go in the, you, like, they'll put, they put every Nike at 20 bucks at Goodwill. Every Nike, it doesn't matter what it is. They, it's up to 20 bucks, every last one of them. Mm-hmm. But they're still marking Hoka's at $4 and change. Right, so you got to adapt with it. And, and the Hoka will sell in 17 to 24 hours for the 50 bucks used. Yeah. Because even though it's been used, the people know that they'll get the comfort and level of whatever they're looking for out of that shoe. On Cloud does the same thing. I've it's sold 
yeah, on cloud. Um, this is like my seventh pair of APLs that I've gotten, and they always sold in the higher, like closer to the hundred dollar range. I have something to add to this conversation. Yeah. Uh, sneaker shoes. So, um, minimal shoes. I wear minimal shoes, so I know like the Five Fingers or like Zero makes. There's a couple brands that make them. Um, those fly. Like I will wear my pair. Like destroy them and sell them and they will sell in a week for 50 bucks um so if you see any minimal issues i added something to the conversation i'm not <laughs> in the extent that you guys are at but i do know and when i'm out thrifting for shoes as well i always look at the thread on running shoes running shoes like brooks and merrill's and if the thread's mm -hmm. good people will because um, they're expensive have you ever had a pair of shoes returned to you from ebay authentication yeah it happens um but what happens on ebay do you get like in trouble no. Oh, no. So like, so when it fails, it gets returned to you. Sure. Yes. But I haven't had any because I know my stuff. Um, yeah, but, I was about to say me either. Go ahead. Yeah, but the oh, other so one. So neither one of you have no, yeah. an item yeah, that was they, They're pretty good at their authentication. Um, the only other time it would get if it's, you know, box got damaged through transit, yada, yada, yada. But also a customer can return if you have customer, you know, return allowed. The good thing about it is it has to go through eBay's authentication back to verify if it's the actual sure that they're not scamming or you. it's not used, right? So that was the biggest uh, hurdle for online for the longest time is, I mean, obviously, you know, e online e-commerce buyer wins, right? But mm -hmm. now with eBay authentication guarantee, it goes both ways. I hadn't thought about that, which eBay. is why I know like with purses and stuff sometimes too, or just any items, they will send yeah. you back their fake, fake. their yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, Hustlebee might know, like you guys probably know as well. It was the absolute, I actually in 2015 opted out of selling on eBay. And I, I probably lost out on thousands of dollars, but I decided not to use eBay that whole time because it just was, it was bad. People, okay, so eBay. So this is before point, they had authentication, right? Yeah, so yeah, okay, yeah. Just to clarify, that. so people are following. Yeah, people would buy a shoe. The shoe weighs two, three pounds. Send you back something that's two or three pounds, mm -hmm. and it wouldn't be a shoe. I, I've gotten stuff that wasn't shoes before. I got in the wrong shoes. Poshmark, people do it on Poshmark too, like, um, and I'm like, you know, they'll send. <laughs> I have people and like. It was bad. It was really yep. bad. Has it gotten? Do you guys think it's gotten better? Because everyone has an authentication. A hundred percent. Days is the best, though. Yeah. Is I mean, so. Kenny, you're on Macari and Poshmark. Have you done their authentication through them? Is it okay? I've heard it. I haven't had thing. to. Okay. I I haven't had the issue of authentication with any of those. Um. Usually the issues is just um. What's that? Buyers. Buyers remorse. Yeah, it's usually yeah. an issue, and I don't take returns for buyers or yours. Yeah, that's valid. Sorry, uh, B, you were gonna say something. I no, you're good. No, no. Okay, are we good? Um, on that note, because we were talking a little bit backstage before we went on, this is one of the things that is scary to people who don't know the realm. Like you guys know, you can probably look at a pair and know if it's fake, like pretty easily, right? And if you're not a sneakerhead and you don't have this background knowledge, do you have any tips 
um, on ways. Can you get things authenticated before you, like for purses and stuff, you can do authentication online. Can you do that for sneakers as well? Do you recommend people do yeah, that? So, so now there are a few apps like Check Check. I forgot what's the other one. Um, so there's a legit one. The, the one is called Legit. And yeah. Obviously, so can, oh, it's, it's called, called Legit. It. It's not just Legit. Yeah, it's it's called, called Legit. So you can send in photos and stuff like that. Um, and one of the things that um, sneaker con does really well is you can get stuff authenticated and tagged as authentic. They actually would tag it as authentic. So even me, even high dollar sneakers, anything over a thousand dollars, I would before I pay you, I was like, hey, go take that to the authentication booth and come back if it's you know if it has a tag, mm -hmm. I'll pay you. So it's very conditional at that point. And also too, on the bigger scheme of things. I only would buy certain high-end products like that from certain people that are known. Now, if I don't know you and, you know, and my spider sense are saying that, you know, like, because you're on high alert, like I am, on yeah. super, I'm, I'm reading your body language. I'm reading the way you talk, your mannerisms and stuff like that. If something's off, the deal is off. But, but what I have, buy i have suppliers that they just sent me like hey send me a thousand bucks you'll like this shoe i'll send him a thousand bucks a shoe pops in i'm like oh that was great <laughs> Text me again right so those are there's a very close community that are like that and obviously if they have a following or a name or a brand they're not going to screw you over now if how did one get into that though like it's just building, like it's building, like uh, I mean, like any, like you have an Instagram, like like even like an Instagram page, people actually have like uh, you know, reviews or people comment, right? And then word of mouth, like if Sarah follows me and then Kenny follows me too, and you know, I, I and there's could be reference. I could ask Sarah's like, hey Sarah, like have you dealt with Kenny? It's like he's good, he's the A one on my books, like like the the vouching is so important. Like I vouch for people. Like if if you if you Sarah you come into the sneaker game and I know you know your stuff now, and I would be like, yo, buy from Sarah. If he messes, if she messes up, I'll pay for it. Like, like well, that's, that's so how, kind of you, Ken. That's, <laughs> that's how hard the vouchers are. Yeah, yeah. I put my like legit street vouchers like that because I would ruin my name because I, I vouch for you. So. It's yeah. such a culture and community, and it's just so fascinating. I'm not getting into the game, so don't worry about vouching <laughs> for me. Um, but if anyone wants sneakers, I know I always point them to your guys' direction. Um, I do have a question as far, because I, I it's fascinating to me, and then we'll get to some of the questions in there as well. Um, what's the highest price sneaker you've ever sold? Uh... We can come back if you have to think about it. I know mine. I recently, within the last three years, um, is for Travis Scott one high nineteen hundred. I thought that was like the name of it because you guys keep throwing it out. So you sold it for nineteen hundred. Yeah, I sold it for nineteen hundred. Oh my god! I bought it for one sixty. Why did it go so high? It was limited. It was it was Travis Scott's first Jordan One collaboration. I don't know who that is. Who's I know who Jordan is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Who's Travis yeah, Scott? yeah, a basketball player. 
Oh, uh, no, he's an artist. He's a rapper. Oh, see, I yeah. don't see. As, and I'm also not in that culture, obviously. Yeah, I mean, like, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I only know because of that. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm not a hardcore cool. fan of like, like, there's shoes they collab with Drake, with DJ yeah. Khaled, just I like different. That. Yeah, so like, I mean, I'm not that so, lame. I know those two. Right, right. Like, like <laughs> Jordan. Like, you know, Mark Wahlberg. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Jordan has a collab with him. Hmm. And his shoes are like four or five thousand dollars. It's just wild to me. That's I, this is also very fascinating. Um, this I have is, a I, so I know my shoe, and for what I've had like you know brain fart. So when Kanye actually went over to Adidas, uh, hustle, help me with what was the first the first one? Why can't I remember the number? The Air Yeezy seven fifty. No, the oh, very oh, first. Oh, 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 the highs, the highs. The seven fifty, right? The, okay. Chocolates? No, the black. So the the all oh, black, yeah. the the seven fifties. Yeah. I sold them. I I sold multiple pairs, but the highest was twenty seven hundred dollars, yeah. and it was same day. It Are was they same new? exact day. Yeah. They're brand new. new. Yeah, it was same day. Same day they came out. It was yeah. it was out of this world. Yeah, um, like like that moment, I actually didn't touch the first few Kanye Adidas releases because one, it was very hard to get, and it was it was very uncertain, right? Like, and the retail was what that was the first shoe that was three hundred. I think it was two fifty. I, yeah, I have yeah. the receipt somewhere. Yeah, it was very high. Yeah, so at that point, I was just starting. Not ready for that risk. Yeah. Um, this is going back to the like liquidation, but I just wanted to mm -hmm. post a comment for everyone. Most of the contracts are you take everything. If they have five, six, seven, more or less checks, you pay everything and receive it. No questions asked, right? Which nope. you can't compete with. Um, Duncan is asking question. Do eBay buyers actually get notifications for send offers that we sent? Oh, he's asking the eBay question uh, because I don't get them when you go to my eBay bids offers to see them so let me see i question. get them i actually just got one from watching i i buy stuff too on eBay. oh so he's asking like if we're buying and we do a like either but yeah they get notification yeah i get a notification and you also get a notification i learned this at ebay open and also as a seller it makes sense now or as a buyer if you creep on an item you don't even have to watch it yeah yeah it knows, it'll, it'll it'll they'll send you a notification yeah, yeah. And, uh, the item was going up or somebody yeah yeah it's it's your most one of your most viewed item yes um i think i don't know what i was gonna say um someone's asking how about adidas i think this is going back to when we were talking about like the brands that you would pick up is adidas up there is adidas not like i feel like adidas is yeah. kind of gone, gone is it back being cool again no it, it's it's still like depending on the shoe and stuff like that it's still doing well like uh, people still buy it. Like, okay, so this is hustle. We will understand this a little. Obviously, those. So there's retro Jordans, then there's team Jordans. Now, a lot of people in our community won't buy team Jordans because that's just not the thing to do. It's not cool. But why isn't it? Somebody, cool? somebody out there wants that team Jordan, and they're willing to pay for it. So I am, I try to find the customer while some other people try to find the product, if that makes sense. Okay. I find a customer for my product while other people find a product for a customer. 
So you're doing the networking, which lowers your risk, especially if you're having to put a lot of capital up front. Like yeah. you're willing to spend that $50 or whatever if well, you already have that customer. Back back when you had to stand in line, you know, two days to get, you know, the shoe that you really needed. Two days? I stood in line for three days, the most is the most I've ever stood in line. Um, so like camped three days, out, had a tent. Camped out, yeah. Well, not a tent, a little chair, you know, hang um, out. Um, I was on the block. Yeah. So I was, it, it was, I'll say this, it was, a, it was more, um, it was more homely because I was down the block from the house. So the person that was in front of me behind me were people from the neighborhood. So yeah. it's like, Hey, I'm going to go home and shower or Hey, I'm going to uh, go grab some yeah, Do you want something? Time. I'll be yeah. back. I'm right up the block. But there's other times where we've been like in the city, you can't, can't go home. You know, you can't go home. You have to be there. Yeah, and we've yeah. been there sometimes six o'clock in the afternoon the day before. And the store doesn't open until the next day. But that's not a thing. Anymore, in the morning. Right? Not, not in New York. Certain stores still have that. Yeah. Because I would think that they would bring it back to kind of get rid of some of the, re no offense, but like some of the resellers and like fraudulent and like bots that you have of people buying stuff out. Yeah, I mean, but there's also like shooting and um True. like violence that happened. yeah do you really want that, like 200 people outside of your store for three days yeah but i don't think the violence I, so i get the violence yeah, it's, it's something but i don't think that was the biggest issue so i'll i'll say this um as a reseller and like i said every market is different but being a, a street reseller if i don't have it it's probably not hot because the reseller it's in the sneaker world makes the item it's a hot item like yeah. if you're so the you local guys are reseller in your if you're if you're the local if you're the local reseller in your neighborhood and you don't have the item or you didn't touch the item even if you didn't get a couple of pairs either it was really that hard to get which i've never had that like i've had that issue once or twice but if it's not hot i'm not picking it up and that's where I realized that you can make money selling them. Because those other items, those other 50 sneakers that Nike makes those stores hold, because to have a certain Nike account to get those top tier items, you also got to hold so much bullshit. My, my back. Um, <laughs> I know because I don't personally care, but yeah. they'll unmonetize yeah. me. if. I, yeah. So the, 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 the amount of BS that you that they have to carry in the store, yep. but there's somebody that wants that. You mm -hmm. gotta find them. That's interesting. We have an eBay question for those on eBay. Uh, for promoted listings, do you notice the suggested ad rate keeps going up? Is this because a bulk lot of sellers are now doing higher rates? I know you just started, you sent me your promoted. Yeah. Well, and I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I've used it before, right? And it was a great tool and then I, you know, I got shocked with how much I paid eBay yeah, and then yeah. I deleted it and then, um, and then it's back again. Right. And I just don't want to see how much I paid for it again. Um, but, but, but it's it, selling more. Is it selling more? Is it? Yeah. Working? I mean, yeah. I mean, I get like the, the thing is like, you can't really test it apples to apples. Right. Unless you have, you have to make two different listings of the same item price the same, right. Which one, right. And at the end of the day, there's no such thing to capture the market. So now I'm just averaging it out. But yeah, if I'm paying 2% more for a 10% lift, I'll take it. 
Yeah, yeah. agreed. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. And I would agree with Duncan. I think that so promoted listings came out what, two, three years ago yeah. um, and no one wanted to pay for it. Right. Because yeah. we all want to keep all the money. Um, and I think slowly over time, people have started doing it more yeah, and more. And that's going up. eBay's going to I've talked about this with Anna on my Friday lives. eBay's going to have to tap it out at some point. Sellers are not going like it can't get to 50%, right? Like it just, oh, no, it's not, it. it's not, I don't think it will. I mean, at the end of the day, you can only, you know, break even so much or lose money so much. Right. It's going to have to stop. So, um, but I do think more people are using it, which then means hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's driving that up. Um, we are getting towards the end. So let me see if we have any questions someone had an ebay return re, uh, returned for not being clean enough so it's not just authenticating right it's that it's like stellar condition um yeah because like they authenticate used items now so if if it was you know like if you didn't disclose it properly and if it's kind of like eight out of ten condition next thing you know the authenticator finds it five out of ten then they won't pass it yeah. Uh, so it's conditioned too, which is, I mean, it's good for the buyers, right? Um, yeah. And I, I've never said anything to authentication. Yeah. So know. Do you guys have a store size you are shooting for, and how do you store your inventory? I mean, um, um, I'm trying to get grow as big as I can. Um, I have a Put it this way: I have a 1500 square foot apartment, so if it's not filled up, I'm not utilizing it. So that's that's my next goal. This is uh, all out of your house? Huh? It's still yeah. all out of your it's house. It's the basement. Yeah, it's the basement of my house. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But you'll get bigger than that. Or no? Maybe we'll see. I mean, I, but if you're selling 100% sell through rate, you can't. I, I, I can if I want to. Yeah, no, I know. And you yeah. and between you and Jay Z, like, yeah. y'all were take over. Y'all keep an eye on Ken and Jay Z. You don't see Jay Z here, his wife. They're, they're going to take over the world. You watch. Um, Kenny, what about you? What store size are you sh shooting for, and how do you store your inventory? I actually, um, I'm more. I want to be on the, more of a pop up type of style, like because I don't. Okay, hustle, uh, hustle. B can probably predict more of his inventory while I get fresh inventory daily, and it's different. Um, yeah. I get kid shoes, women's shoes. I get running shoes. I have like I've. I just like to provide people what they want as fast as I can. Um, like I said, like I have three people that are size 12 right now and I'm waiting on a list from a size, one of my friends is size 12. He's getting rid of his whole collection. So I'm waiting for his list to come so that I can almost middleman. I'll make all my cash from the middleman of this, of this deal. Connecting. But oh. yeah, just could like, you know, so I don't, and I don't have to touch those shoes to make money. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, so you don't have to I store like, any inventory. I don't, yeah, I, I would like to store maybe no more than 200 pairs at a time. How do you store your inventory? Like, what's the best way? I Yours are new in box, right, Ken? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just in racks, yeah. And so yeah, you have a, in a box, system. you have them. Like, like, I just am terrified in your basement. Like, what happens if you get a flood or something, Ken? Oh, mine's a walkout basement, so it's not going to flood. Oh, okay. So it's just in the box. Uh, you don't have them like in, like I have everything in storage bins. Yours just in the yeah, box. Yeah, it's in racks and then they're like four inches off the ground just in case. Okay. And then the, the most expensive pairs are are at that top. So my whole basement is going to be gone. Well, it's got one run. all the way to the top. Run. <laughs> uh, what um, about you, Kenny? 
Teddy store yours? I, I, the shelving, um, most of the shoes just right next to each other where I could, we've been, obviously we've been, I've been doing this like 15 years. So like I've tried every type of system, the best system, especially for you shoes is to, I have it in the shelf and I can just look and run and grab it. I try to size them when I have that much, like all the eights, you know, then it'll be eight and a half, nine and like zigzag it. But for the most part, it's on the shelf. Um, we have one Adidas comment too. We are an Adidas family. Just picked up a new pair of sandals. Oh, that wasn't the comment I wanted to share. But P.S. I don't sell a lot of Adidas shoes. Um, I have been moving more Adidas jackets and shirts lately. I've noticed too the vintage Adidas is coming back too, right? Like vintage yeah. Nike is always yeah, vintage there. in general. Vintage in yeah. general. Well, I mean to be to give you like I looked it up on Therapic, right? Last thirty days, there's thirty one point eight there thirty one point eight million sold a Nike brand. And Adidas is 20. So that's a 30%, you know, difference. Um, and then Hoka's at 2 million. So, right. So there's the big difference. So, yeah. I mean, it's an advantage to play on Hoka because it's easier to get to the top 10% seller there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, there's, to not, get as, to the there's Nike, not as many available. Right. To get to the Nike, to be top 10%, you got to hold 3 million, you know, inventory, so to speak, if you want to take the pie. But also, it's the biggest pie. So 1% of that, it's so big. Yes, right. And they're easier because it's the biggest pie you're going to... Like, when you yeah. go to a store, you see more Nikes, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, where you don't see hookahs as often. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had one more question. Oh, I do have one more question if you guys have a second to hang on for yeah. a bit. Um, it's more for uh, B. Sorry. I'm trying mm -hmm. to do the Ken and the Kenny. I don't want to keep it. No, you because he sells on eBay and I know eBay said that they're doing the eBay lives and they're starting mm -hmm. with sneakers. Have they, are you in that? Have you heard about um, it? Do you know anything about? Not really. It's on beta, but I am in contract with whatnot for, mm -hmm. uh, for the rest of the year that I can sell in a different platform as far as live selling. Um, but that's me knowing that eBay is a giant company. It's a giant ship. So it takes a while for them to turn. Right. And if they ever turn quick, I'll be surprised. Um, but but well, I wondered if you were in part of the beta. I wanted some of that. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, like the today was uh, Linda's stuff, right? Uh, for the the clothing. Um, I think they're gonna try to do everything. Uh, but it's not auction. That's the thing. Oh, I did. I miss I eBay open. I missed the whole thing. Yeah, so it's not it's auction. Just it's just show. It's more like a show and tell um. kind of buy it now. Uh, so, I mean, even that at that, Poshmark is ahead of eBay. I am thoroughly surprised that Poshmark had it together. Yeah. Because they're big companies, right? To like right. have it. And yeah. their beta is actually not. I did a Posh show um, yesterday. I'm ending it now. I did a Posh show yesterday. We'll chat more about it with Anna yeah. on Friday if you guys want to come back and learn more about it um, and how yeah. it went for me. But I was thoroughly, Poshmark in general is kind of a mess sometimes. Um, but their beta was actually surprisingly smooth for as quick as they got it out. Um, there's a yeah. couple of steps, but it was not bad at all. So yeah. um, thank you guys so much for joining and sharing your knowledge with us. If you guys thank are you not following us. the Hustle Bee and Wealthy Knowledge, definitely follow them um, on social media. It is linked down below. They are just a wealth of knowledge and definitely always very helpful whenever I have questions um, or just you know questions in general. So thank you guys so much. And I hope everyone has a wonderful, what is today, Wednesday. Um, and I will see you on Friday with Anna for just our weekly chat. Come with all your questions and we'll be talking about our week.
I did a Poshmark Live, so that'll definitely be on the agenda. So All right. have a good day. Sure, sure, All sure. Right. See you. Thank See you. you.